How's it going, those fantasy? How's it going, those fantasy dudes? Uh, we got a podcast with league mates, former champ Sterling, and college enthusiast Mac, and we're going for uh, a little bit of rookie talk, a little bit of buy low, sell high. Um, we got John in the background cooking a roast and fixing a TV. On a, stand, on so a ledge roast, like he, until we see this freaking thing come out of the oven, like I do not believe that he's cooking a roast. Very alleged. <laughs> We're gonna need proof, John. Well, socials. We got Instagram, TikTok, and Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Castbox, Reason, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Bullhorn, Castro, Podchaser, Podcast, Attic, Podbean, Podcast, Guru, Podcast, Republic, Podverse, and Spotify for Podcasters, which is the host platform. Make sure to follow and subscribe. Um, and pay 99 cents a month. I don't even think that's helping you, to be honest. Um, I don't think anyone's paying for this episode right now. It's okay. I also don't think that like <laughs> 75% of those that you just listed are real things. I think they're just like fake accounts that are funneling money to Egyptian princesses or something. John is being taken for a John ride on this pod. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has all the subscribers. That's why it's 99 cents. <laughs> just like buy each one of them. It's just sending money to bring them home. That's all he's doing. That's all he's doing. Oh my God! Speaking of Brittany Mahomes, we got a Brittany Mahomes update. Um, oh, good. You know what? <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about football before the Brittany Mahomes update. Thank God. Yeah. So, I'm not even in my. There we go. <laughs> rookies. Let's go with some rookies. Let's let's talk about 2023 rookies that you guys have liked. Yeah, I can kick us off, actually, um, on, like, just the rookies in general. I actually wanted to talk about a couple guys, non-rookies, actually, first, real quick, that I think can actually break out this year. That'd be Wandell Robinson and Kalil Shakir. Um, both of them kind of started to pick it up in this latter part or mid part of the season. Wandell Robinson, a little bit worried about just because of the uh, quarterback issue there in the Giants, but there's no one else on that receiving room. And he has been a reception magnet the last couple of weeks. And Shakir, I think, with that Bills offense, is going to continue to grow. Um, in terms of not actual, actual rookies from the Especially past with draft, Waller out. With Waller, yeah, exactly. with Waller out, that's even more, right? Yeah. So yeah. That just become an issue with so many teams right now as you look at players and you have – I mean, Tommy DeVito can't throw a football with either hand. So it, it, so it kind of like negates the entire offense unless Tyrod goes out there and even then, you know, there, there's sort of a ceiling. Tyrod can win you games, but again, is so, there's a reason that he's a free agent in every fantasy league you've ever played in. He really is like the break glass in case of because he can operate your offense, but he's more of a better real life quarterback than a fantasy option. So therefore, when that flows down, it hurts the rest of the offense in, in fantasy wise. And then you look at the other situations, same thing with the Rams, same thing with the Vikings, where they're trying to kind of figure out these quarterback situations, and it's kind of undercutting a lot of top receivers. Oh, 100%. 100%. It won't, I don't think it'll undercut Justin Jefferson, though. I think, I think Justin Jefferson will be just fine when he's, the, he's back. But 
it takes I, a rare guy to be just fine in those situations. Well, but it depends too, because Jefferson operates opposite like KJ Osborne and um, you know Addison. Jordan Addison. Addison's and, gonna take- well, Osborne's gone now. Right, and, and Osborne's out, and Jefferson's coming back off the injury, and he's coming back to Josh Dobbs, not Kirk Cousins. I, I think this is going to be kind of the ultimate, and, and we all love Josh Dobbs. Look, like he's the, the darling of the NFL universe this week because it's a great story that he comes in out of nowhere and you know, with an injury to, to Jaron Hall, takes over, wins a game, doesn't know the playbook, doesn't know the cadences, and they win. But, I mean, how long have we kind of discounted Kirk Cousins? Everyone, everyone, that is always the uh, we're oh. talking about like with Mac Jones for three years. Is well, I mean, if he maximizes his potential, I mean, he could be Kirk Cousins, but people say it with like that level of snark to it that you know he could be Kirk Cousins, but he couldn't be anything above Meanwhile, that. Kirk, like, Kirk is, yeah, he's third in passing yards, right? Like, he's he's, he's a really, really capable yeah, on, NFL man. quarterback, and I think we're going to see that effect of like. What does Justin Jefferson look like when he doesn't have Kirk? Because I'm not taking away from Justin Jefferson, but when you give him a less than optimal scenario, you're going to get less production. It's it's just obvious. I mean, especially without Osborne or yeah. if Addison's back. Look at up, I mean, Yeah, hundred percent. Huge drop off, and then you see he gets Will Levis yeah. for a week, and you go, oh wait, like this guy could still be that guy. Well, I'm a little bit on the Will Levis thing. Like, I mean, he has one good week where it's a couple broken plays, wide open touchdowns, and then. They play a Steelers team, which although maybe that front seven is really good, that secondary for the Steelers is just piss poor. And for him to just kind of like lay an egg again, I don't, I don't really know about how much of Will Levis I'm going to buy into. I mean, if I was like in Dynasty or like a keeper, I might hold on to him. But like, I don't know about him as like far as like an active like person that's going to like light up or D-Hop for that matter. I think that was kind of like he, a he, flash in the pan thing for this year. I think Will Levis could be enough to make D Hop serviceable wide receiver two rest here. If he Maybe. like if he he got he got like how many yards did he get? He was he was balling out. I don't know. It just D Hop. I, I mean, it, he's still D Hop. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think- that, that Steeler front, I mean, you gotta take that into account as like that Steeler front seven, Cam Hayward was back that game, TJ Watt, you're playing in Pittsburgh in your second NFL start. That is less than optimal in terms of oh, a situation sure. to, to walk into. So I'm willing to kind of give the pass. We always say in the NFL, you're not never as good as you look. You're never as bad as you look. Like, is he a four touchdown every week guy? Probably not. You know, is he? And I'm not even going to say he looked bad against Pittsburgh because, I mean, he completed some passes. He had no business completing because he was running out of the pocket. He's got a kind of a weird, unconventional, somewhat sidearm, but he's got a quick release. He's kind of just flicks his wrist on some of these throws, throws with some confidence. I I kind of like he's like a more. I kind of like the yeah, poise yeah, that he on. that he showed out there in a way. What what would you give for a for a comp, Logan? Oh, I was gonna say like he's like a more athletic Brock Purdy. Like oh really? Like I would say Matt ceiling, Stafford. Like. I'd say a more athletic Matt Stafford is what he could be, but <laughs> you need you need consistency. Like Matt Stafford early on in his career was one of those guys he'd have like. High twenties, low like low thirties touchdowns, but then like also like fifteen picks or whatever, and a lot of yards on a shitty like Lions team consistently. Like that was Matt Stafford up until basically the Rams. Um, so like that's what you can see with Will Levis. Like now it's going to be about if the Titans can build around him. Um, like right now, like his number two option is like Traylon Burks, which. I don't know. Traylon Burks, like, you know, great for like size, but he can't stay healthy. He's not an elite separator. He's not really got 
much as far as like elite, what I would say elite, he's not like a great jump ball guy. For me, when I look at like Traylon Burks, I look at him more like almost like a big gadget guy, like a Cordell Patterson almost with like Traylon Burks and what he can be. And like, that's it on that offense other than like Derrick Henry, who's 30, 31. So like if they, if the Titans can fully rebuild and actually surround Will Levis with people, I mean, the NFL has shown that like lesser quarterbacks have done like done great when you surround them. Like Brock Purdy is not some elite quarterback talent by any means, but you surround him with like top players. He's able to perform and get you where you need to go. So that's where I would leave it with yeah. like Will Levis. Like if they can build around him, great. Back to Brock Purdy. <laughs> right. If they can build around him, great. But like if they <laughs> stick him with DeAndre Hopkins and like that's like they're like, hey, that's, that's your number one. Like you're going to do it. Like, I don't know. I, I struggle to see him really taking like any steps and like really like kind of delivering like consistently basically is what I would see it. Cause he's going to like, if they can't build that offensive line, like that's just going to be a messy situation for them. In, in it's still Henry's team, right? It's Henry. Oh, hundred percent. It, it, it's all still running through yeah. Derek Henry. I mean, we saw last week in Pittsburgh, you know, Henry's throwing passes. We're doing direct snap stuff that they've done for a long time and, and done it really successfully with a rookie quarterback. Kind of why wouldn't you to a point, especially when you, you acknowledge that there's really not that much outside talent there uh, at the receiver position, but Looking back kind of historically, and we'll take it from you know, the time that the Oilers became the the Titans, I mean, name great Titan receivers, even on those good teams, even when they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, can you name the pass catchers that Steve McNair was winning MVPs by throwing to? No, probably not, no. You know, like, I mean, I, I mean Kevin Dyson was the receiver that was a yard short in the Super Bowl against the Rams. Um you know, Frank Wycheck was the, the definition of a 90s huge shoulder padded tight end, but there really just aren't that many. You know, the A.J. Brown two seasons, I mean, going back to the Houston Oilers, there, there just isn't. And I think there are certain organizations that don't find talent at certain positions. I mean, the McNair teams work because McNair could run, he could throw, and they had Eddie George. And then outside of that, That's they were going to calling card. It, it's been their calling card for a long back. time. And, Chris and Johnson. Like Tough. it's always been their thing. True. But, Chris you know, Johnson was so, so fast. Exactly. They're, they're known for great running backs and, and solid get you by quarterbacks, good linebackers, and that's it. But like Derek Mason was a solid receiver, went to Baltimore, became a very good receiver. It's just something that it feels like lather, rinse, repeat. Will the Levis system, gonna, right? It is. And, yeah. and Will Levis is yeah. going to need some help there uh, if he's really going to kind of take that next step, which he could, but. I don't think we're going to be looking at the Tennessee Titans in three years like we do San Francisco or Philadelphia. They, it's just not how they they run organizationally. They were looking quite competitive um, that one year with Tannehill. Oh, I forget what year that was. It was was it two years ago? Three years ago? They were looking. Yeah, they good. made the AFC Championship but, game. Yeah, I mean they were yeah. they were they were sort of right there. They knocked off Baltimore and and had a big lead on Kansas City early, but Kansas City. But then they out. fell off. Yeah, well, well I mean, that, that's the thing with the quarterback position, kind of, kind of yeah, screwing so the whole Mariota thing, all that. Like, yeah, it can be messy. I don't know. Like, Will Levis. I mean, like, as far as like rookie quarterbacks go in general, I'll say he's looked he's looked more impressive. Granted, it's a very small sample size. He's looked a lot better than the number one overall pick, Bryce Young, has looked. Like, not, but not better, not better than. Um, no, not better than CJ Stroud. I don't yeah, even CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud's getting <laughs> like. You should have. You should have kept him. I shouldn't you have traded him. him. I shouldn't have traded him. Dude, oh, and I knew I wanted him all along, too. What so. did you trade him for? Charbonnet, because I have Ken Walker, which could end up being a very good thing for me. It's just 
So mm-hmm. Seattle, I mean, yeah, so it's, many running it's backs. It's your one. Like, it's it's your one. So like you know, take everything with a grain of salt. I'll say C.J. Stroud yeah. by far has looked like I'd just be in a different class. <laughs> right. He's looked in a different class than all these other rookie quarterbacks. Like you had Anthony Richardson from like a fantasy perspective. Sure, he was great. He can run the ball. Like you're in an Eagle style offense. You're always going to be a pretty solid fantasy option at the quarterback position, but the injury bug reared its ugly head, just like in college consistently with him at Florida, he'd get hurt. Now it's in the NFL in like, what was it like five or six games? He got like tweaked something in his leg and then messed up his shoulder. Like as far as the rookie quarterbacks go, if you're, if you drafted in like a dynasty draft and you didn't take anyone other than CJ Stroud, I think you got to be kicking yourself a little bit like Bryce Young, I still I watched him in that national championship game. Whew. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I like with Bryce Young, I, I'll say it, I'm a little bit of a Bryce Young hater. I've never really understood the hype behind this guy. Like he's was always kind of good at like Bama. Like he won a Heisman, sure, but when you're at Bama, you're surrounded by the best of the best consistently. You have amazing offensive lines, you're like with the best coaches, like then you go into the NFL and that's where true athleticism and talent is going to be separated. And with Bryce Young, he has made some decent throws and he has definitely been under duress. Like Carolina is not doing him any favors with their offensive line and overall weapons for him to throw to like his best receivers, old man. Yeah. Not (laughs) great. Um, But when you look at Bryce Young, I don't see elite athleticism. I don't see him being able to really run away from edge defenders. Like he did in college. I'm not seeing able to create in the pocket. Like he did in college when he's throwing the ball, there's not real zip on it. Like, it's just like, I don't know. There's just a, a lot for the number one overall pick. You expect to see a little bit more flashes and that's not what I've seen. But then you have CJ Stroud picked right after him. Who's looked, I mean, damn near like an MVP candidate with, with, oh, with just tank Dell and Nico Collins, which no offense to tank Dell and Nico Collins, but you know, I don't think either of those guys are top 10 receivers and he's making them look like it. Um, so I don't know. Like, as far as rookie quarterbacks go, I'd say CJ Stroud by far has been the Easy. top guy. And maybe you wait and see on Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. I think if you're a Bryce Young guy, maybe hold him. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see it with the guy at all. To be honest with you, Richard, um, so, so, Richardson was well, a yeah. Go on. No, I'm. I'm just going to refute um, some some things that Max said there. Um, Mac, can you name another Alabama quarterback who won the Heisman? I can't name another Alabama quarterback that's won a Heisman, but I can name better Alabama quarterbacks than Bryce nope, Young. Nope, not what I asked. I asked if you could name another one that won the Heisman because, in fact, another Alabama quarterback has never won the Heisman Trophy. Bryce Young is, in fact, the first. Uh, so when you say that, you know, oh, they're surrounded by talent, you know, they're, they're going to get these accolades. Nope, you know, Bryce Young is the first one. And you could even go to the as far as saying, I mean, Mac Jones – was right, and Mac Jones had a transcendent season and, and could have won it and said, you know, Devontae Smith won it, Jalen Waddles won out that season, um, that he was surrounded by talent, you know, Najee Harris, and put up those numbers. So Bryce Young legitimately did things at Alabama that other quarterbacks at that school hadn't done before. What it was was, I mean, it was arm talent, it was speed, he was playing behind a better offensive line, and I think that's what so much of this boils down to is that the athleticism doesn't jump off the page when he's run using it to run for his life. I mean, look at the oh, Carolina sure. roster. That's, that that's like, never that's never been what he's about either. And I'm not gonna say that like, oh, he's like you know like an RG three level a- athletic like talent able to like kind of run away from people. Like he's never that's never been his game. 
I mean, just like what he did, what was so great about him in college is almost like where he was almost Johnny Menzel-esque. He was able to move around in the pocket, kind of make something out of nothing, be able to use that disorganized setting to his advantage, um, especially with, you know, like you're, like to your point, not as much talent as maybe like a two attack of Iloa had. But that's but, college football in general. I mean, you're going to be able to get away with things. I mean, Johnny Menzel sure. is the, the greatest example of that, that you can get away with certain things. Um, but what but I will he, say as far but as... He's, but he's on an island in Carolina throwing to, you know, everyone's favorite, Adam Thielen. And you know, beyond that, you're hearing crickets. It's an awful offensive line. It's an awful defense that is... There's no complimentary football to be had there in general. And the Carolina Panthers are complete after that. Oh, and by the way, they also don't have their first round pick. So... What is the future there for him? When you look at the situation, you go, yeah, they didn't build much. Whereas you compare it to CJ Stroud's situation, and I'll be damned if I'm going to let you impugn the good goddamn name of Tank Dell on this podcast. I'm not taking it. Tank Dell might have something. Tank Dell, like every time I see that kid, and he was a guy who was linked to the Patriots on so many podcasts and shows last year that not say I developed like a draft crush on Tank Dell because. It's like a third, fourth, fifth round guy where he's kind of being projected. But now I watch him and now it's, I mean, the Patriots are two and eight and I'm jealous of everybody or two and seven and I'm jealous of everybody. And I'm looking at going, God, why, why can't we have just taken tank Dell? Yeah. He's five ten and fast as hell. And you know, he and pop Douglas would make like the shortest pair of slot receivers, but damn it. I'd love to have him. That's the kind of thing that like Bryce Young doesn't have that. And not say that's what's making C.J. Stroud because C.J. Stroud is doing very well by himself, but just some complimentary pieces. Throwing to Adam Thielen and whatever else is hanging around Carolina. Because, I mean, he's got Mingo, which he's a pretty decent receiver. Like for a young guy, like you could argue Mingo. Look, like I'll, t- I'll take like the Tank Dell thing. I'm not saying, again, I'm not taking anything away from Tank Dell. I'm just saying he's not like a top 15, top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. Like He's played he's eight good. games. That's what, hey, I'm, I'm five, saying, 10, that's what I'm saying. Tell sounds like Tyreek, right? <laughs> and and here's the, the other thing. Going. He'll be in the Olympics in 2028. Here's the only thing I'll poke the hole in the whole Bryce Young Heisman conversation. Name me the top quarterbacks in, in the NFL right now and how many of them won a Heisman. Oh, you can you can go back rough. 60 years and say the top players that have won Heisman trophies. You go through that list, it is bad quick. Now there are guys. I mean, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. It's. I would say it's getting better, but I mean, yeah. You look historically. I mean, Charlie Ward, Gino Toretta, Danny Werfel, uh, Chris Winkie, Eric Crouch. Until you got to Carson Palmer, Jason White, Matt Liner, Troy Smith, Tim Tebow, Sam Bradford. Oh, it is bad until about 2010. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. And like it's so. And also, I think that the way the Heisman's transitioning is not to get too off topic from fantasy football. But the Heisman is definitely transitioning to more of like how the NFL with the MVP. That's what the Heisman is becoming. Best quarterback, sticky, like the best stats. Yeah. Um, and so Bryce Young earned it. Bryce Young's earned it in college. And again, it is early. I'm just what I've seen so far from an eye test. You, you would expect to see maybe a few more plays if you are the number one overall pick. Because like, look at uh, Trevor Lawrence, his first year. Like, yeah, sure. He's like. You could have like wrote him off and said like, oh, maybe sure. it's going to be people like, did. Uh, yeah, right. People wrote him off. Like they said like, oh, like Zach Wilson's looked maybe better or like a Justin Fields. Like any of these guys. They okay, said, no oh. one said that. No one said Zach Wilson. Yeah, right. Of course. Um, <laughs> but like Justin Fields though. But like the Jets sucked. So like, oh, he's bad too. So we'll see. It's obviously it's a wait and see what I'd say with Bryce Young. But like what I will say, if you took Bryce Young over maybe CJ Stroud, I feel like you got to be 
kind of kicking yourself just a smidge, especially in a dynasty format so far. Maybe we'll see. Maybe like yeah, I'll eat my words sure. in a year and Bryce Young will take over the league. But too early to know. Point, too early to know. Um, transitioning from quarterbacks into like the running back conversation, as far as like breakouts for the rest of the year, I mean, obviously you can talk about like B. John Robinson, like number seven or pick, like, ooh, hot take there. Um, or like Devon A. Chain when he comes back, they both have looked pretty dang good, Amazing. especially in terms of fantasy. Although yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, if you're in like a McDaniel style offense, you're going to be great. You're talking about fast as hell. That is a chain. Yeah. He I mean, the num- probably the second fastest guy in the league at this point, honestly. As far as I like, yeah, I mean, he's got explosiveness. He's a smooth runner. He's looked really good. But guys that I'd look at as like possible, like has real breakout potential outside of like your normal top guys, I'd say Jameer Gibbs has really started to kind of pick up speed. Obviously, I've been telling you. Yeah, first round pick again, so crazy take. But with what Jameer Gibbs has started to pick up, he's getting a lot more of the snap share. Granted, Montgomery's been out, but he's done great things with the touches he's been getting. So I could see, honestly, Jameer Gibbs, especially if you are looking for like a playoff push in terms of fantasy, Gibbs could be a guy that could really help carry you, especially with a very favorable schedule. Uh, I think they're playing like the Bears and the Vikings a couple times. Like, I think he's just going to be... He's going to have a pretty good spot there. And then one guy kind of like a dark horse is Keaton Mitchell for me on the Ravens with that running back room situation, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, notorious for getting hurt. Maybe, you know, one of those guys to down Keaton Mitchell looked, I mean, granted it was one week, but he looked electric. He's known for being speedy. I liked him coming out. I thought he was a great like scat back change of pace and in a run heavy offense, if he can kind of carve out a little bit of a role, that could be something, you know, maybe it's a little stash and grab for you for Keaton Mitchell there. That's what I would say about him. Um, but I don't know if you guys had any other running backs you had on your mind. I'm just going to say Keaton Mitchell, just thinking about the running back position in the Baltimore Ravens. Like, th- those are just two things like don't go together. No, it's, I hate it too because it's like they can't figure it out for whatever well, reason. But, but it's, it's like just as soon as a guy like Keaton Mitchell comes out there and he had great numbers this past week, what, 150 yards, he'll probably have another great game or maybe like a great half game. And then he will like tear his ACL, and I don't wish that on anybody. It just happens. There's it's something the about the Baltimore them. Ravens. They, yeah. they, they they'll have another one. They will sign someone else or have an undrafted kid on the practice squad that they'll elevate, and he'll go out and you know rush for two tutties and a hundred. Um, yeah, they're so, like yeah. the Titans. Like I they, can't think of like a guy outside of outside of like since Ray Rice. I can't think of a guy since Ray Rice that's been like a consistent like every season top running back for the Ravens. Like I can't think of one, but I can think of all the guys that they name preseason, you know, like, uh, like four set or like Forset, JK, JK Dobbins, Dobbins every and... year, every year it's his year. And well, then he has, what was it? Three years ago, they lost like three running backs in a five day period during, during training camp. Like yeah, it was I mean, just I mean, like, there was, was it Gus Edwards, Edwards, Dobbins, JK Dobbins. It was and... Dobbins, Edwards. And then I think it was Hill. I think it might've been Hill. Justice it's been Hill the same was on the three. team back then. Oh, yeah, it's been the same three. I mean, they're all, like, about the same age-ish. Well, Edwards is the oldest of the of the three, but they've all been there. It's been the three of them. I, the, their thing is they keep getting hurt. I don't know why the Ravens don't just say, like, let's go get our guy, but they don't need to because that offense is run through they're Lamar. Good. They're good. They're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, but at but, the same time, and, and I've, I've had this problem kind of with, with Baltimore since that first year where Lamar really, you know, burst out, was that in that offense, the guy that no one really – paid attention to was Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram went there and had kind of a career resurgence in that offense. And I mean, that's kind of like their MO was 
you run with Lamar, but it was all timing, and they're essentially running mm-hmm. like an option offense. But that's kind of like what their style is. It's very gimmicky, and but it's all about timing. And since Ingram left, it hasn't quite looked right till this year. You know, now we're seeing kind of like full Lamar. Lamar's been healthy, knock on wood. But that's sort of that that offense that they've run there with, with Greg Roman. Greg Roman, there's a reason he's been on like 15 teams in the NFL, is that he goes somewhere, he changes the offense, they get really imaginative, they get really weird, the league catches up with it, he goes gimmicky. Uh, I talked to a guy who played for Greg Roman several years ago in Buffalo. He's like, he would come in on like Wednesday, but like, all right, guys, I got ideas. Uh, we're we're going to run this reverse, we're going to put in these packages, and they're like, what the hell, what are we doing midweek? You know, imploring all these kind of different things, so... And, you know, he's not there anymore, so they, they've totally changed things. But uh, th- that's kind of what, what Baltimore's looked like for, for years. Yeah. And- I think Baltimore's one piece away from a Super Bowl. Like, go get an Alvin Kamara, like a Eckler late in his career. One of those guys, like, just like a good, good, solid athlete. Like, one of the best athletes to be with Lamar. Like, he's – See, the thing is, I don't even he know – carries they, them a little too much. I don't even know if they, like, need a running back. I feel like Lamar's proven that they don't – really especially when he's still in his athletic prime they don't exactly need like some stud running back per se they just need someone that can stay healthy but they've proven that they can slot almost anyone in there and they'll be serviceable i think what you really got to look at is they need someone to counter or to be on the opposite side of mark andrews zay flowers they need one other receiving option because i don't think it's not named obj i don't i don't think he's going to carry them into the playoffs or be reliable rashad bateman Maybe if he continues to stay healthy, Bateman's kind of starting to look okay. But, like, if I was a Ravens fan, that'd be the one thing I'd want is maybe some other – maybe a rookie receiver. Devontae Adams. Or someone like that. That's like – but, like, someone just can stay healthy more than anything. That's the Ravens yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah. Find some guy that can be healthy for more than, you know, five games in a season because that's every right. year with them. So we will touch back to the rookie talk for sure. But I am obligated to read this Brittany Mahomes update because I will lose a first-round pick if I don't, according to our commissioner. <laughs> um, Brittany Mahomes update. Brittany Mahomes update. Dear Lord. Well, there you go. <laughs> John shared that on Facebook, on Instagram, that that story or that post. <laughs> I saw that. All right. It is hard to believe we are going into week 10 of the 2023 NFL season. It's hard to believe that Brittany Mahomes is still relevant in today's society, but the reality is she is more relevant than she ever has been. And that's thanks to this podcast. With John, Jake, and Tyler, it's hard to know if Brittany needed to climb the social ladder and position herself next to some of the biggest names in pop culture. I'm just going to say off the record or on the record, actually, Jake, Jake's always hating on it. It's so funny. And then he's so involved. I love it. (laughs) Okay. One word expect the dedicated wife of Patrick Mahomes to make a trip alongside him into Germany, but in the surprise of everyone, Neither Brittany nor Taylor made the long journey overseas. Okay, so they didn't go overseas. Um, Instead, they paraded around New York City for a night in the town. Taylor's celebrity bestie. One of the highest status of Hollywood elites typically. Okay, I'm going to chime in here. 
this is um, crazy. This, this is, is really lot. bad. Logan, I'm just all I want you to do, all I want you to do, I just want you to I just have a five minute conversation about this picture. It's, it's five, hard to five script, minutes John. about I, this I, picture. It's, yeah, it's Brittany Holmes with uh Taylor Swift, and it looks like they had a nun in the town. It looks like they had a great time. Maybe she'll become a, an elite celebrity, a, a list. I don't are know. They, are they famous, the other two? I don't know the other two. I only know no Taylor Swift in that one. Um, okay. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Tra- Travis Kelsey won like sexiest athlete or whatever. And then yeah. his brother's also on like the sexiest men like list. Could be collusion. You could argue that just big names in the street. But I don't know. John, that's more your expertise, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's a. Uh... All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to take over. Let's just do the podcast. Um, Logan, you've been doing great. This has been awesome. Uh, I, I just want to say I'm, I'm happy for Brittany. That's all I want to say. I think it's great. <laughs> she really resisted for the longest time to, you know, post a photo with Taylor. Like these photos were the same night and she didn't put a picture of her with Taylor. And then she finally put one out. And look at all, look at all the love. Jackson Mahomes. So fun. Kansas City Current. Emoji. So you're just trolling, like that's what that, that's your stick here, John. Like you're just trolling people. Like if you you're quote, if you're quoting Jackson Mahomes, like you, you've just become a gimmick. This this no, it's not trolling. I'm happy for her. Nope, no one's happy for her. No, a lot of people no, seem no, to be. Nope, not um, one person. Look at how happy they I, I are. Could, I don't care. I'm I'm fine with her being where she is. But Jackson Mahomes, on the other hand. Um, Certainly. Do you know who any of these actors are? Do you know who this is right here? That's Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Who doesn't know that? Who's that? Uh, I'm going to go Zsa Zsa Gabor. All right. It, it, she's not D- from Boy Meets D- World. Dee D- D- Badid. Oh, that's her. Nailed it. The, oh. You can oh, it's see. Panga Lawrence. This okay. is Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Come on. She just oh, had to Jonas yeah. kids. Yeah. I've never seen that show. What about this guy? That's Jake. No, I don't know. I don't know that I I had a whole script written and I felt Logan was struggling through it and I didn't want to. I felt the pain. I was struggling to the Brittany Mahomes part to be completely honest. That was just yeah. That's no, you know, I was like thinking about honest, something I, think... I just read and then I was like thinking about it as I'm reading the next sentence and I was just like, what is this like? Yeah, imagine know, doing this that is... every week and and no, you write it, John. I, I'm just don't I'm just to. um I'm quite amazed sometimes by what you're saying too. You like it's. I think you're not going to shock me, and then and then I see something, or in this in this case, see something or hear something, and you're just like, you see something, you got to say something at the end of the day, dude, you know, because we are a Brittany Mahomes podcast, and I hope she doesn't see this. I really, I really do. <laughs> I did. I did. So essentially, I I did learn today that Travis and Taylor are probably going to tour together because Taylor is starting her international tour at the end of the month. So at after the season, Travis is probably going to be traveling with her, which means Brittany might be traveling with her. So imagine John, you're just into the imagine if you were doing John, this Mac right now about his John, personal life. You what do you mean Travis Kelsey's gonna tour with them? They're gonna they're gonna hang out together. I mean, like he'll he'll be he'll be hanging out. John, the season goes until February. Yeah, but like her tour goes until next October. And it starts next month. She's going to be touring for another year. People just tour all the time now. Like, there is no, like, starter end. It's it's literally just continuous. Yeah. It's a tour and then a month off, and then you go make some money again. 
Then they go back to Europe, then they come back to North America, and then they go back. Sure, I mean, it's already a billionaire. It's crazy. I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy for Britney. That's all I wanted to say. Um, and music keeps you relevant. And I honestly, Taylor Swift has some great songs. Is anybody here? Can you name three Taylor Swift songs, Sterling? So, uh, r- raise your hand if you've seen Taylor Swift in concert. No, well, he's <laughs> a big Gillette guy. He's a big. I didn't Gillette. know he had a Swift. No, was not at Gillette. This was 2007. Cumberland County Civic Center. Your list? She, she was the uh, <laughs> second opener for Brad Paisley. She did like six songs. An opener? Holy shit! Yeah, no, she That's had what? Cool. She had like one song on the radio, and like we knew the song. It was like a hit on country radio, and yeah, she did like six songs. And then Rodney Atkins played for an hour. Wow! So you mm-hmm. t- you saw her before she was like her? You know? Oh yeah, she was. Or, I don't know, twenty something like that. Like she was crazy. Wow. Young and now she's recreating all, all of her albums. Have you listened to the new 1989 Taylor's version yet? I haven't listened to the old one. I probably haven't listened to anything <laughs> since Tim McGraw. <laughs> well, damn. Who, who knew that, that, that Sterling was the real resident Swifty of the podcast? You know what I mean? I would definitely listen to Tim McGraw instead of Taylor Swift any any time in my life, any point, any mood, any – yeah. Me Logan, too. Why does it look like you're in a haunted house right now when you're it's 5 o'clock in California? The sun, The sun just set. Do you have any lights in your home? I do, I do, but I, that's the natural light's so good in this room. I had just been relying on it, and then yeah, now yeah, it's gone. sunset. That's okay. Um, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let's move the let's move the show along, and then we're gonna lose Sterling, and it looks like ten minutes. So <laughs> just, we, uh, uh, why don't John, John? I'm gonna, I'm gonna intervene right now, and just I hope I'm not losing a first round pick because that's some bullshit. You, For now. Let's you talk did football it, until Sterling all leaves, matters. and then you can then you can finish up the Brittany Mahomes. No, we're done. Brittany Mahomes is I done. I feel like we, that's we it. That's got to be it. There can't be anything enough. else to talk about with <laughs> no, Brittany no, no. Mahomes. I think I, I'd rather – what I want to do since Sterling's here is we'll do the Dynasty download. I just want to hear what is the road to victory for his team this year, and then he can leave, and then we can go from there. Um, but, yeah, let's let's go ahead and do uh, the Dynasty, Dynasty download. Dynasty download. So, Sterling, the champ of last year, we had you on the show after you won the league. Um, but really, you're right now, what are you sitting at, sixth? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I'm in a playoff spot. You're, yeah, you you are, you are five and four. Um, yeah, sitting in sixth place. You struggled because you lost Cooper Cup in the beginning of the season, I think. I lost Cooper Cup. I lost Nick Chubb. Cooper's back. Wh- Eckler. Wh- I lost. Yeah, Eckler missed the first like four weeks, uh, and Christian Watson missed the first. I don't know four games. It was pretty, uh, pretty he dodgy there. Born too, and he was actually solid as a Dude. second flex. Honestly, his team is fine. Like it's yeah. This is. Oh my god! Of course it's fine. Dalton Kincaid yeah. has been great. I mean, <laughs> like oh I, yeah, Kincaid. I think that's gonna be the steal of the draft. It might be. I, I was. I really thought it was um, Laporta at first, um, but now Laporta's I mean, still good. Laporta, I mean, like, Laporta it, can't be a steal, John. He was the first tight end we picked in our Laporta's draft. Great. Like, that's not a. That's not a steal for our draft. Was Kincaid the third yeah. tight end? Did Mayer yeah, also pick, go ahead of him? Mayer. I picked, I picked Mayer over Kincaid. Yeah. Okay. I thought you did. Thank you for that. No, all, all I'm saying in the terms steal of the steal, draft, like, was, tight ends usually don't work out at all. So that's why it's a steal if they work out in any way. I took CJ Stroud in the third. That was a steal, and then I traded him. Well, yeah, screwed that one up. But yeah, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good <laughs> <job> <laughs> by you initially. <laughs> Two or one. Shout out to Troy. 
really want to lock down that Seattle backfield. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's never made it's never made sense that slicing my team up. <laughs> it's it's never made sense that Buffalo doesn't have a good tight end with this offense. It just feels like a team that needs that sort of outlet. And it was it was Cole Beasley for several years. So as I looked at the tight ends, I mean. Laporte is good, but it was kind of one of those like buzz tight ends that you never know. And and the whole Iowa tight end thing. I mean, outside of George Kittle, Hawkinson's now you know kind of you know reclamated uh, himself in in Minnesota. But you know, it, it made more sense. And now that that uh, Dawson Knox has gone down in Buffalo, suddenly Kincaid's taken off the last two and a half weeks. Like literally the moment that that Knox went down, Kincaid's taken off. I mean, he had what ten catches last week. So yeah. Um, He's yeah, been, no, I'm I'm bullish on on Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, are you? Hilarious are, is, dude, everyone was down on Derrick Henry. He's like, that man's done. Like, just it's over. I'm like, and then last three weeks he's dominant again. It's like there's no one in that he, offense. He, like, he's just the only man there that they're like, well, I mean, let's just keep giving it to him, and maybe he'll yeah. throw. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he'll run for a touchdown. Like, he he's just still the guy there. Just, he only had one bad week. Like one, like horrendous Dude. week, and then aside from that, he's been fine, you know, and other fine or really good. So I don't, I don't understand the hate. I was never hating on Derrick Henry this year. Um, well, and, and the, big, the, 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 the big number right there is look at the age. I mean, it was already said earlier on this podcast. I didn't correct Mac. Where he's like, he's what 30, 31? I mean, everyone imagines, <laughs> and this is the knock. I mean, again, like the last time I was on this podcast, everyone thinks my team is is geriatric because everyone's in their late <laughs> 20s like and i get it like in my mind austin eckler's like 33 years old i think he's what 27 28 you know so there are guys that are i have a ton of veterans on the team the biggest thing is gonna be health you know when you have a team like that it all kind of revolves around health i mean already losing nick chubb uh cup has been battling things but also it's, it's kind of the the tangential injuries as well that like no stafford means that suddenly cup has had a couple of rough weeks in a row so uh, health is, back, is gonna be a big one. You have some really good, like older running backs, but my, I mean, you can't be great forever. I, I yeah. think you do need to draft yeah. some running backs going forward or trade for some because next year, the year after, you might still be okay, but after that, then what you got to hit on some RBs or else who are you gonna start? Nobody, I, don't know. nobody. I mean, like. Is it a problem drafting last in, in the first round? I mean, yes, but that also means that you just won a championship too. Yeah, I mean that's that's the ultimate goal. I mean, I would I would sell my soul for a championship. So I, I think Chubb is still I think Chubb is still relevant. I really do, honestly. He's the youngest of your they, RBs. They at one point thought he was going to have his leg amputated because of his popliteal artery, and then the next moment they're like, "Yep, just an MCL, and we're going to have surgery, and he'll be back next year." It's like that was like the biggest like change of oh sure degrees of severity they've ever announced i feel like it's wild i can't believe that happened a week too i didn't realize that was that early on in the season god yeah man. as a brown i think fan, he plays I, like, I think he plays next year as a browns fan no. i like watched my, my heart get ripped out when that happened i thought oh. that was a lot i was gonna see chubb i was like my favorite player just watched his last snap and then like yeah literally like two weeks later like yeah successful surgery mcl like he'll be back yeah <laughs> i'm like cool like all right we're back yeah it did not look good though i'll say that but the night that it, watching that over and over again oof, not not good for nick chubb but yeah I, I i hope he's back too i met him at the super bowl we were at sterling remember that oh did you yeah he was at the uh the autograph signing 
Oh, one of the like fan experience at the. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's the, like the coolest part of the Super Bowl is of random people that like you turn a corner, you're like, oh look, there's Orlando Pace. Yeah, or it was Dan Fouts was there, Deion Branch was there. They had uh, like Emmanuel Sanders. It was yeah, a bunch of random, but also like some good ones too. Yeah, it, 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 isn't it fun? And this is the most like, oh look, we went to the Super Bowl uh, thing to say, but like there's moments where you see someone, and you're like, oh my god, I know who that is. And yeah. in your head, like there's no way to Google search like who is this this person, and maybe there is like now, but you're seeing somebody go, oh, he plays for God, I don't know. Like when he doesn't have a name and a number on his back, you're like just trying to place some of these people. And that was like me in 2007. I saw Sal Palantonio on an airplane. I was like, I know that guy. I think everyone's seen Sal. I saw him at the, like the Philadelphia airport. I can't remember. We were at the same gate. He I'm definitely travels there. a lot because he's you know an analyst, on-field analyst, reporter. Um, but yeah, so you 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 think you have a chance to win this year, then Sterling? I just gotta get in the dance. If I can get in the dance with some health, I mean. You know, I'm looking, and there are some good teams. I mean, Logan's team is obviously loaded, and he's been you know, building that up. Oh, I mean, yeah. Jake is like Jake and I are like the rivalry of the league. You know, we've played each other twice in the last two postseason. Like he ended my season in the championship two years ago because you know I've been to the championship both years in this league. Um, yeah, and then knocked him out with uh, which, by the way, the greatest. I mean, just an iconic fantasy moment when uh, Tyler Higby put up 35 on Christmas and just literally. It's a Christmas miracle. It it, it was because he had three studs and a big lead, and Higby goes for thirty five. Hopkins put up like two. I can't remember who else Jake had, but like all three of his superstar players put up like goose eggs. Didn't Janis like not show up? Right, like he just like shit the bed for him. Yeah, and it was all on Christmas because there was the three Christmas games, and uh, yeah, I think it was Tua, Hopkins, and someone else like all put up. Like, let's let's take a look. Hopkins, yeah, I, I don't think I can pull it up on a computer, but Hopkins had like 14 targets and one catch for like a yard. Because that was the tra- that was the Trace like McSorley that. game against Tampa Bay where he couldn't even throw it like outside the hashes. So Hopkins yeah. was like running routes and the ball was just falling short. And I'm watching it's week going. week 17, right? Uh, would have been uh, week 16, I or was it? No, it was the week 15. No, week uh, 16 because it was the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, because it was the semis. Ooh. Yeah. Keenan Allen gave him 22. That's he didn't have Keenan Allen. Yeah, then, he didn't have Keenan then. I had Keenan. Mac did at that point. It didn't yeah. matter because okay. John knocked me out. Some bullshit. But yeah, big, big lead and uh, Higby knocked him out. So yeah, I mean, th- there's like I was saying, there, there's some really good teams. I mean, Logan's Logan's good. Tyler's, you know, I mean, he's Tyler. So I mean, you're forgetting knock, to say someone. Tyler's good. Ben, I'll, I'll probably knock Tyler out again, just you know, for fun. Um, do you think, think I'm I'm a fake, fake contender? Sterling? Oh, open, open up your roster. I honestly haven't Ooh. looked at your team all season. Okay. <laughs> well, you don't get, you don't, you don't get <laughs> off to a very good start. Why are you laughing? What is to laugh about here? Well, when, you start, when you start when you start with Baker Mayfield to make okay, your point. Okay, I have the Eagles on by. The Eagles are on by. I have Jalen okay. Hurts and AJ Brown. Why is he questionable? Okay. Well, have you seen the state of his atrophied leg that he's dragging around right now? He's okay. He's fine. He doesn't have to yeah. do much. That's Too many what every pushes. That's every Eagles fan right now. He's fine. It, it's fine. <laughs> it's real, really defensive. Just like Dallas Goddard is also totally fine, right? Um, I, I don't know. I certainly, I'm confident with this team, and that's why I said um, it in such a confident tone right there. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Mixon's good. I mean, I will never get over pronouncing his first name Chuba. If he's if he's Chuba Hubbard, like he's an all Chuba. 
It's cheaper. I know. No, believe me. I know. It, he's I good. It. If they no, give the opportunity, he's good. Yeah. If he was Chuba Hubbard, he would be an all-pro, like, destined for the Hall of Fame. Chuba Hubbard. Eh, he's French. Um, go back to your roster. Devon H. Achan. 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 Come on. That's way cooler. Yeah. Um, yeah, A chain was way better because you could do all the off the chain, you know, headlines. But yeah, A chain is like, oh, there's a lot of opportunity uh, there. But yeah. Ayuk is good. I like Ayuk, but you need them to fire Arthur. If Arthur Smith is fired, you're good. <laughs> Holy shit! How was he? I think he gets fired after this week if they lose again. Just like Bill Belichick might get fired. I don't think Arthur Smith's going to get fired. Why not? His mustache is horrendous. I I just like look. He's gonna. They're going to be fine. They're going to keep him around. They're going to keep him probably until they get an actual quarterback in the room. And then if they, he still sucks once they get a quarterback, then they'll be like, all right, dude, dude we drafted this guy seventh overall. Why aren't you using our star running back? If they lose to Arizona, he's done. Kyler's back, man. I don't know. I think that's going to be a trap game. I think Kyler's going to pop off in his first game back. I kind of hope he does. But I, at the same time, I just – like they, they have a, a chance to win this division. Like they're in a very winnable division, the Falcons are. Like, if he can't win that division with this roster that he's not using, why is he there? He's like, using Jonu Smith. Like, I have Jonu Smith buried on my bench. I haven't started him. relevant. Like week <laughs> like, one, two years ago, and suddenly Jonu Smith is just putting up the numbers we dreamed for Kyle Pitts. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, especially last, that was ridiculous. Wasn't it a – it was a rushing – no, it was it was a receiving touchdown, but it was like a screenplay, and he runs 50 yards to the end zone. Jonu. No, it was a it – was, wasn't it like it was a tight end pass? Like, Jonu Smith was throwing it to the other backup tight end while Kyle Pitts was this blocking guy. for Jonu Smith. Yeah, we yeah. talked about this shit last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my that play. fucking God. Yeah, I mean, but then when they're on the – I also saw a quote relevant to this. I saw a very relevant quote. The coach said, Bijan Robinson – Basically, I forgot how the quote exactly went, but he basically said Bijan Robinson makes a fantastic boy in the offense. Makes a fantastic. I miss what you said. Fantastic what? A, a fantastic decoy. Like he's oh like, if he's God. over there, we can run it over. He's like he, he was like talking about him as a decoy. Obviously, him, he's Kyle talented and going to get plenty of points. But Drake London's been. I yeah, mean, that, that it's crazy how they went from being the most rush-heavy team to not using any of their talented wide receivers and then not running the ball. I mean, talented wide receivers is a bit of a stretch. They have Drake London and talented. I, I look at Kyle Pitts as a receiver because he's, he's kind receiver, of built. sure. Yeah, sure. Just, I, don't I think London's pretty talented, honestly, big guy. He's, I think he's they're the same good, player. I think Kyle Pitts and Drake London are the exact same guy, just different positions. I think I also saw a stat that Kincaid and Laporta have, I think they both have two games with 10 receptions, and Kyle Pitts has never had more than maybe eight ever in his career. His nine. There you go. One one game with nine receptions. That's targets. No, he didn't even have that. He sucks. It's, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he's had near that many. It just nine seems like every game. It's Oh, there's, there's four, and he has one catch. Well, both those teams hey, do have quarterbacks, though, too. Yeah. Why was – you're a huge college guy. Why was he supposed to be the next best – like, he, they were talking about him, like, as, like, a Saquon Barkley of Dynasty. Like, they were just, like, picking him up like crazy. No, no, Pitts. no, no, no. Oh, Pitts. Pitts. I mean, well, like – him up so much. Like, he was going third round, fourth round, and, like, redraft, which is, like, wild. When it when a tight end's like draft, obviously I mean like he's top he was like he drafted four overall, right? Like when you're drafted that high, you're that athletic of like you're an athletic freak. 
like, of course, you're going to be like, if it's used correctly, if he like you put Kyle Pitts on the Bills offense, he's like Jimmy Graham in his prime, like Travis Kelsey, like he is electric, but like that, that's like, cause he, he can be that. But when you're on the Falcons who are a run heavy team that have Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke throwing the ball. Yeah. Like you're not going to be that, but like it, from an athletic profile, he ran like sub four, four, six, six, two forty. That's just not normal. That's a freak. So that's why he was supposed to be like the next greatest thing. But I mean, obviously it's always about landing spot with these guys too. Look at Bijan was supposed to be the next best thing. And then on the Falcons and. But it also comes down to expectation yeah. and you, you hit it on the head. I mean, he goes fourth overall and I think we'll see that. And it's going to be really fascinating this year with how Brock Bowers is evaluated, evaluated because like Logan said, Kyle Pitts was supposed to be, he was a transcendent. People were calling the greatest tight end prospect ever to come through the combine. And when you put like that level of expectation on a tight end, I mean, if he goes 18 in that draft or in the twenties, one, he probably goes to a better situation, but two, it kind of lowers that expectation. And now we see it with Brock Bowers coming out of Georgia, who, I mean, he would have been a top five pick last year. He probably would have been a top 10 pick is after his first year at Georgia. Does he go five this year? I mean, there's a legitimate chance that after May, Caleb Williams, Joe Alt, Marvin Harrison, I mean, he's being mocked. He's, he's, yeah, he's being mocked in that like five to seven range. Will a team look at that? Because I, I think of it from a Patriots perspective. If you're the New England Patriots and you're picking in the top five, which is something that hasn't happened in 30 years. 2001? Was it 2000? Mm. Where they took Belichick? Or where they took uh, Bledsoe, I mean? Well, they, they, drafted very- him, they, dra- they drafted Drew Bledsoe in 1993, number one overall. Um, but oh, they God. took Richard Seymour, I want to say six. Okay. So, like that, you know, so up there, um, the last time they had a, a pick in the top ten, they had Gerard Mayo. Uh, they could have had him at eight, but they traded back and I think took him at ten because uh, they flipped the picks. With, Football uh, dictionary. Yeah, yeah no, pretty he, much. He's a Patriots um, dictionary for sure. <laughs> you know, so it's like – if you're the New England Patriots, I mean, I would love it if we were a Brock Bowers away from becoming, you know, a playoff caliber football team. But I, I'm not sure that a tight end is necessarily what you need in that situation. So if you're picking at five, do you take Brock Bowers or do you, you know, if you can't move up into your top four and get a, a Harrison or you know one of the quarterbacks? Why don't we just trade for Kyle Pitts? I after, think you know, I mean, I mean, that's like that. that. It's kind of a better idea. Like yeah, that. yeah. The only difference I'll say between Kyle Pitts and Brock Bowers is that Brock Bowers is sneaky, a little bit undersized, so he needs to go into a role that fits him too. I think it's obviously it's, like to your point again, like the draft capital is always huge, but it's about the fit. Like Brock Bowers goes into like a Dalton Cade situation where he's in the slot, he's not really asked to be in line too much, and is you're going to use him as a receiving option. He's going to do great. But, like, I don't know if teams are going to, like, look at him as, like, a locked top five pick. Because, again, when Kyle Pitts went in the draft, there wasn't as many two blue-chip quarterbacks, two blue-chip um, tackles. There's a, like, again, wide receivers are off the chain this year. So, I think Brock Byers is going to fall. I hope he goes to a good spot and, like, a good landing spot. But, like, with tight ends, it's, it's, it is all about situation-based, I think. I don't, like, again, you look at Kyle Pitts – which I also think he gets a lot, a little too much flack because his first year when he's with Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan throws him the football and he has a decent season. He had like 900 yards or something like that. He like had he the best a, rookie tight end season of all time. 
Yeah, like that he had a great. That's literally what happened. <laughs> like he, he had a great season, and then you get rid of Matt Ryan, you put in Desmond Ritter, who can't throw the fo- football fifteen yards down the field. That's why Kyle Pitts is impacted. So again, if the Falcons get a quarterback that can throw the football even competently, like a a Jared Goff, you'll see his numbers rise. You'll see him improve, unless yeah. he's just a total bust and fooled everybody. Because that could also be some crazy case because it's happened before it'll happen again they well, also need good. a coach that's going to scheme correctly and use their weapons like give them to kyle shanahan i don't, I don't and think it's the scheme i'm telling you i think it's a it's, it's a quarterback issue not a scheme issue nah, Bijan, it, you it, can it's argue. usage i mean if you're not throwing to a guy we, we don't even know what kyle pitt's talent is at the nfl level just because they don't use the guy i mean look at look at his targets he's nine he eleven six and that percentage too he's in there half the time and that's probably blocking for 30 percent of that like, Which isn't his forte. I mean, he he can block, but I mean, he's not a, a guy coming out like a George Kittle or Rob Gronkowski. When you're going, oh yeah, this guy can do it all. Like I said, he's essentially a big slot receiver. I think in in terms of what he can do, I, I love the idea of trading. If you're an opportunistic team, I mean, hell, if I'm the Patriots and you can go get Kyle Pitts for, hey, still be on his rookie deal. I mean, I mean, I don't know if they're giving up anything less than like a first, maybe multiple picks. Like, I don't see the Falcons doing. But I don't. That'd but be- I don't think a tight end can get that. I mean, unless you're trading Travis Kelsey, I don't think you're trading a tight end and getting a one back. I don't know. I mean, he's 23. Again, it's like he did have a great season and then like one bad season. Like I don't know. Like you look at Kyle Pitts. It's a it's a buy low. I mean, people know, would obviously know what they're doing, and I think there's a team, a lot of teams that would line up to do it. I'll but say if you're the Atlanta Falcons, you can't say, yeah, but look what he's done. I'll say if you're the Patriots and you do that, I would be a little bit confused because I, th- I mean, like, I feel like there's just some other things you guys need to address first before you go get a tight end, which is next to running back a pretty luxury pick. Oh, it's ab- it's absolutely a luxury yeah. pick. And I'm not saying this is the turnaround, but I'm oh, saying, no, no, of course I'm not. Saying as a piece, I'm saying, you know, you go get, you know, Marvin Harrison with a top five pick and then you trade for Kyle Pitts. Okay, now now you're starting to get into a direction where you got some some playmakers on the roster. But in yeah. terms of fantasy, what do you think Kyle Pitts is worth right now in a dynasty league? Like, what is what is the the realistic? What's an offer that you would send if you actually wanted Kyle Pitts on your team? I'm not. I'm trying to say it from like a unbiased. I want him, so it's hard for me to like put any kind of like like if Let's, I had Kyle Pitts, I wouldn't take probably less than a first for him. Okay, but if I was offering, I'm not going to offer you a first for Kyle Pitts either. Right. He, what he's in I that no man's land. If there was like a, a supplemental round in between the two, like that's where you would come because, yeah, you wouldn't take anything less than a while. Wow, you wouldn't, you probably, like if I, like, for I example, I wouldn't offer you a two. If I was Sterling maybe last year, like where like Tyler Higby's my starting quarterback and I'm like, I'm a win now team, I'm a juggernaut. If I get a stud tight end and it's like Kyle Pitt's rookie year, mm-hmm. maybe you could talk me into it. Like if I'm, I know I'm going to be a late first. Maybe you talk me into that, but I'm probably going to like, you know, because he has 900 yards. He's one of the best rookie tight ends. But like now in that offense, most of the competing teams in our dynasty league already have a pretty solid situation at tight end outside of Ben, who just lost Goddard. Like, oh, that makes me happy, honestly, because maybe he won't just drop out of the top six because he's I feel like he's a fake team up there, to be honest. He was carried by Mozart and Zach Moss for. 90% 90% of the season. I think most are still going to be relevant through the rest of the year. I feel like even with a chain back, like he's still going to be a 14 point guy. Like he's going to get his one touchdown in 30 yards and four catches. And they'll be like, Oh, he got 15 points again. Great. 
Do yeah, we know I mean, how much we're going to see of A-Chan the rest of the season? Like, I, So I'm in a, a single-season league as, as well, and I picked up A-Chan as a free agent, and just he gets hurt. He has a huge week. He gets hurt. And then people just were sending me ridiculous offers, and I'm looking at it going, okay, I mean, he's hurt for a month. Then he has the bye. You know, how much are they going to push this kid? Especially we already have uh, Mostert. They add Wilson to that lineup. Plus, I mean, it's a Shanahan system. And, I mean, going all the way back to the Denver Broncos and, and Mike Shanahan's offense, I mean, they just pumped through running backs, and it really didn't matter who was carrying the ball after Terrell Davis. I mean, you think of the Orlandis Garys and the Tatum Bells and the Mike Bells. It was just whoever they ran through the system, it was going to work. And now you see that Mike McDaniel has already brought in Mostert from San Francisco. He's brought in Wilson from San Francisco. I wonder how much we're going to see of Devin Achan the rest of the season because, like, do you want to risk this guy's future if he's not 100%? I I, I don't know. I I think we're going to see – more tempered use of him probably for the rest of the season. I think he was really efficient even because he didn't get like 70% of the snaps. Like he was, he was in there for like eight or nine carries and did a lot with it. So even if they only give him, you know, 10 carries a game at 80% health, I think he's going to be fine for fantasy at like, at least for a flex. I don't know. I look at the dolphins in general with their offense and like the first, like, part of the season was a pretty easy schedule for them. So that offense looks so efficient. That running game is great. But as soon as they start playing these tougher teams and you see it consistently with Mike McDaniel, for some reason, he goes away from the run and like just avoids it. So I could see it turning into like a gross committee where like, to your point, like a chain gets like five carries. Mostert gets like six. And then like Wilson gets like, Two is my. I could see it being like a gross committee near the end of the season, especially if they have to be in more pass heavy like kind of situation. So he gets I don't cute. Know. He gets very cute. You know, you're, yeah. you're right about that. Where it's like, oh no, we're going to be a passing team, and you know, they they're so good at throwing the ball down the field. Yet it's all of these kind of swing pass behind the line of scrimmage. Like there was a big part of me, and it's also because it's Tyree Kill. But when he threw the pass like five yards back to Tyree Kill, and he just got undressed for a scoop and score. Like, there was a big part of me inside that was just like, oh, yes. Like, not just because it's Hill, but also because, like, what the play represented and what McDaniel was doing. It's like, throw the ball downfield, throw to open spaces, and let your playmakers outrun because you're a fast offense. Just run it that way. This is what Miami has coming up. They have the Raiders coming out of the bye, which who knows what that looks like. They're frisky. That's a hot team right now. Well, I'm scared yeah, but, of the Raiders. Yeah, but that, that lasts like one lose. week. You, you get the one week bump where the coach is fired and like, screw him. We're going to play for freaking Antonio Pierce, who's they're going to realize very quickly as a lame duck interim head coach. This is the one I can't wait for. The Black Friday game against the Jets on uh, Friday. You know, that's going to be gross. Can't I, wait I, to watch that. I cannot wait for that. Like, because I think that's going to be where we see can the the Dolphins' offense against like, a good defense can they run away from them and do all the things that they want to do? Because we've seen it with with defenses like no, they Buffalo. Can't. No, they get hit in the mouth. Like when when you blitz them and you get aggressive with beat, them, they haven't beat a team with a winning record. Like they're yeah. not. How much they do you put shown that, that on, they're legit? How much do you put that on Tua versus McDaniel? When they just like completely fold under like with a solid defense. Like, it seems to be, like, a reoccurring theme where it's, like, oh, they're electric, like, MVP numbers, like, Mike McDaniel, best coach, like, he's a genius, and then they play, like, the Bills. They play the Jets, and all of a sudden they're, like, they're struggling to get to, like, 17 or 20 points. It's divisional, like, too. Divisional stuff. Yeah, but, like, how much do you put on that, like, Mike McDaniel getting too cute? Or, like, Tua, like, can he actually, like, make the, the big plays? Like, the, the, play, the plays you pay a franchise quarterback for? 
I think they're really think good at winning games really when they're ahead by two or three touchdowns, or they know they're playing a bad team. And then when it comes to crunch time, and they get, I don't know, I don't know how clutch two is. I don't think I've seen it enough because they haven't really had that many opportunities to go up against a team where they're down by six points at the end of the game. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I just need to see more. I mean, they have to play Dallas. They have to play the Jets twice, which, I mean, that's just a tough defense. They don't really have to worry about the offense. They could win and put up 20 points against the Jets, you know? Ravens, yeah. Bills. The the one I want to see, and I, I kind of hate that this one is in Miami, is when they play Dallas. Because Dallas is that team that they're going to get up on you by two touchdowns. They're going to roll to 45. They did to the Patriots. They did to the Rams. Like, yeah. they when they get rolling downhill – they will blow you out. They did it last year to a, a good Minnesota team. Uh, they did someone else last year, but they just rolled to like you know fifty burger. Uh, that's what I think that they could do because of that defense. And I think if they can get to Tua and just halt everything that they do, I would love to see that happen in Dallas. Does it happen in Miami? I mean, weird things always happen when they show up in Miami, but um, I, I think that Dallas one is going to be a really interesting test because it's a defense that. Miami, a defensive style that Miami doesn't play well against. You know, Dan Quinn seems like the type of guy who can dial something up that's just going to thwart that Miami offense. But can he do it in Miami? You know, yeah. it's always kind of like that great equalizer. That's why. That's why I, even I say like the Raiders game. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I mean, outside of a fantasy tigers. purpose. Yeah, they're paper tigers for sure. I don't think they're going to actually be ever. And because it's like you see, it's so yeah, consistent when Tua plays. Like an elite edge rusher, it's as soon as because that offense is all timing. You slightly disrupt that timing, and that offense just completely turns into like nothing. I mean, Tyreek or Waddle might get his, but like that which, offense which is okay with me. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's fine if you own those guys, but like, <laughs> yeah, has anyone has no anyone way. limped off agree, of more fields than Jalen Waddle? Like every yeah. single time I watch the Dolphins, what, there's always a point where ah, oh, Jalen Waddle slow getting up limps to the bench. And he like has a catch in next quarter and then limps off. He and Tyreek Hill. Hill does it all the time too, where he yeah. finally gets drilled by the sideline, gets up, and you're like, uh oh, he he's hurt. This is it. And then you know, does something ridiculous and it's 200 yards. But right. It's always like, oh, they got to go get their ankle tape. They have that one ankle tape, and all of a sudden they just rip a hundred yarder, and you're like, oh, okay. So like you're fine. Yeah, and as, <laughs> as a division rival, you're going, Oh, what does Miami look like without Tyreek Hill? And then you're like, Yeah, we're not gonna find out. They're gonna be they're just shifty fine. guys, and there's big when they get hit, like those guys are bigger than them. They're small. Like, look at them. Like, they're five ten. What do they weigh? What do they weigh? What does Tyreek Hill weigh? Like, I think Tyreek's like five ten. I want to say he's like one eighty, one ninety. Like, he's kind of like a muscle he, hamster. He's, and then I'm, I'm the same size as him. Like, I'm six. I think you're. I think. I think you're maybe built differently, like, Logan. That's, oh yeah, five ten, one ninety. Sure, still, right there, like, right on the money. It's, it's size, right? It's like. Total size. If Parsons hits Tyreek Hill, he's gonna get fucked up. It's like, oh yeah. I mean, if Parson gets like a clean shot on most guys that are like at the skill position, they're probably gonna be feeling it. There's like very few guys I think <laughs> that go like stand toe to toe with Micah Parsons outside of like True. your Nick Chubbs, your Derrick Henrys. Like as far as wide receivers go, pretty much any any of my running backs could withstand Micah Parsons. But yeah, you're the power. Like, you're the power guy. None of Logan's. All Logan's are just candy ass. There's <laughs> too much finesse out. over there for Logan. I That's the, right. I got the swag, old school, the old skill, school football over speed. here. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing the ring and everything. I love it. <laughs> Is that your championship ring? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's actually sick. That's Wait, that's no just like uh, trophy smack. That's league. a legit ring. That's tough. Damn, now I need to win. 
John, everyone who wins the championship should get it. Should get a ring. Yeah, you I'm not paying. Sterling everything. went and bought that himself. If you really want a ring, you can go pay for that ring with <laughs> the, the money that you. Oh, that's for this that. league. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Because that was the first, the first heavy should you, you ever won, wasn't it, or something? It like was. That? It if was. I, yeah. I'm buying a ring. <laughs> Do it. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll send you the link if if you win. I'll send you the link. All right, that's all right. a sick ring, dude. I would wear that everywhere. You know, I do. You go to Starbucks and you grab your you grab your saw your drink with it. Be like, oh, what's that? Oh, I don't know. It's one of my dynasty we'll championship in twenty twenty two. Like, what time is that? I'm just a champion. That's all. They're like, oh, dynasty. Oh, what do you, what do you buy low on uh, these running backs? I'm a dynasty. Put <laughs> the, the dynasty in the league. Damn, Logan. So, what do you think you got to shoe in to win the championship? No. No. You, no. You're a little nervous. What? You're a little nervous. I. Can we talk about your trades, Logan? Why did you trade um, James my Cook? Trades, okay, okay. The James Cook one was probably bad. I wanted to get a good a player in the draft to replace potentially Travis Kelsey. So, okay. Because the, it, it will see do long. And I don't now? believe in Cook anymore, to be honest. Cook is, I, I was high on him. Gibbs, I hit on. Cook, I don't think I did. So it's, it's just where it is. And Logan, it's I almost traded the trades. I, it's, I was willing I, I, to I trade two you. first for Tyreek Hill. I traded. Like I've I've made some trades. I traded for Kelsey. I traded a first and Fryer Pittsburgh's Mook. guy, whatever yeah. Fryermuth. Like come on, I've, I've had. I think my good trades outweigh my bad trades. Like I, I don't know. I, I think the only trade that, that that you and I have made, Logan, was you traded me, and, and I'm proud of. I mean, I don't. I gave you Derrick Henry. I, you gave me Derrick Henry and his brother Hunter Henry, and I think I gave you Kadarius Tony. And no. Chuba Hubbard. I've never, I've never, nope, neither of them. Definitely. Uh, that might have been with Austin. I've only made I, like I two got, trades ever, so I got a, I got a stud out of it. That's. I don't think you got a. St- you, I didn't you get, get a stud didn't get out of Chuba. it. John, pull up, pull up that trade. Wait a minute. This that is uh. Chuba, that was uh, not the trade. Wait, no, that's that's the one I made with Jake. Kadarius Tony and Chuba Hubbard. I would never give those two for Derrick Henry. I guarantee. Logan, look at all the trades you've done. Jesus. God. Okay. Yeah, and so look you at my did... team in first place, right? Like it's yeah. Until I mean, until you, you the you trade fleece, you just did. I think fleece, you... you fleece, you get fleeced. It happens. But I was smart enough to trade all Doesn't my first round one. picks I'm and have to a find that one between now, you so. and Sterling. No, it would have been back here. It was last. It was last year. It was before last season. Oh, it was it before was, I got in the. It league. was so long ago. Oh, it, I just remember Derrick Henry and Hunter. Logan, I will say this trade was immediately after you traded me Jalen Hurts for uh, Trey Lance. Yeah. Ooh, that yeah, was another one. Yeah, yeah. That we, you know, we don't have to talk well, about that. Let, 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 let's wait on that one. Let's let's hold. <laughs> I'm our... trying to. I can't find it right now. Trey um, Lance. Oh, that was type. not the trade straight up. I, come on. <laughs> no, it okay. So it was like uh, Dude, I can, I'll pull I, it up right now. Trey yeah, Lance. This this, this is on. important to talk about. Um, where is it? You, you can't be. You can't be making me look. This is like. The news just targeting and like oh it doesn't come up. I, on I got. I'm pretty sure I I had a good trade. Um, like it was you win with Jalen Hurts on that for sure. It was so I think the trade was I give you Derek Henry. I think um, I got ET. No. I know I got it off the top of my head. It was Trey Lance. I give you Trey Lance. I give you Darnell. I got Henry. Henry, I give yeah. you Derek Henry. And there might have been one other person. And you and you gave me Dobbins, Jalen Hurts. And maybe a wide receiver. Mooney. It was, it felt no, even. It was, this and time. Mooney, and Mooney. You have it, it Mac. Was no. it was Derrick Henry, Chris Godwin, Trey Lance, and a 2022 second round pick for J.K. Dobbins, Jalen Hurts, Darnell Mooney, and a 2022 first round pick. 
Who's 2022 John second? Terrible. Mine? Uh, John's 2022 second. Yeah. I wonder what that turned into. 2022 second. January 2022. So, like, you didn't know about Hurts. Like, I don't think you can get dogged for that, Logan. Nobody I mean, like, won- I was offering Hurts. Nobody knew he was doing Smith that. Yeah. No, everybody yeah, and that was right before him. his breakout year. Like, in the year before, it was like, yeah, he's like mid. I mean, he was all right, but it was nothing crazy. Everyone thought he was going to lose his job. Like, and nobody yeah. wanted him. Like, it was. It was crazy. Just like nobody wanted Lockett, and then I traded him during the draft, and then I was an idiot. So it is what it is. Dynasty's tough. Um, but yeah, Mac, okay what about you? The way it's turned out, you're, you're going to be fine, Logan. Mac, what about you? What's what are your uh, what's your path to victory here? What's your, what's your plan? You know, I don't want like as far as victory this year. I don't want a victory this when, year. When how much money are you willing to spend on league dues until you get a championship? I think I'll be competitive next year. Hmm. I have I have a lot of people that are showing promise this year. I still have Josh Allen. I have a chain. He's going to come back next year. I got Dotson, Garrett Wilson. I think Michael Mayer can be something, but if not, fuck it. I'll draft Brock Bowers with one of my five first round picks this year. Like I'm going to have <laughs> Marvin Harrison probably. Yep. I might draft C- Caleb Williams just for shits and giggles. Like, dude, I'm probably going to be. I'll be frisky. I'm not going to be winning anything probably next year, but I'll be. Fine. You'll be this year's Ben. Five first is unbelievable, man. That's, I mean, that's just, you have Ben's who I think he's going to start dropping. He'll at least be a mid I have mine, Frank, Austin's, Ben's, and Jake's. So, like, yeah, pretty good spread across the entire first round there. And right now, I'm, My I'm question looking at, is, go ahead, Logan. I don't, I don't think Ben is that good. I think he's pretty good, but like, no, it's who, about max points. Who's going to jump so him right now? It's, like, it's no, it's not even about record. It's about points for it. Trust me, I've been very in on it, checking points for every single week. Um, I'm interested to see how this also this draft order turns out because right now there's quite a few teams that are like two and seven, and they're picking after teams that are like, po- like in the positive. So it, it'll be pretty tough. interesting to see how that kind of. Shakes out like Dane is picking eighth right now, and he's two and seven. Like, yeah, that's, that's shit. Yeah, and then Connor is five and four, and he's picking higher. Troy is like threatening a playoff spot, and he's picking like he's, he's picking he's the second. He's the second overall pick right now. Like it's yeah, so to be it goes right now in terms of points, max points for not Mac Max. Um, it would be it, it would Frank, go Austin. you you Troy Frank Austin Connor me Sterling Dane. Ben. Ben still a fourth. That's crazy that Ben's all the way up there. Logan, Tyler, Jake. Yeah. No, it's been. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. We'll Tyler, see how Tyler's this goes. Ahead of but... me. Logan, Tyler's ahead of you by not much, by like 40. Not yeah, even. My 80 point week did that. All yeah. I'm going to say is that if people that are projected, like that are projected like the number two overall pick, make it in the playoffs, I think we got to go back to a record based thing. Nah. I don't think this so. whole points four thing is just going to end up screwing a lot of people that just what if points four was lineups. just a tie break. Tw- I think that's what it should be. Yeah. yeah, that's what would make more sense. Or for the top four picks, you can do that. But after that, like, it's I don't I think don't it's that much. It's not we that much adapt. different from we the actual standing. Dane is the outlier here. Dane's by far the outlier. He's two and seven. He's just gotten absolutely railed. Um, Troy Troy's got four wins. He's not far behind you, John. As far Tro- like Troy wanna- has. Troy has Troy three wins, and he, he has spot. the second worst. <laughs> oh, he only has three? Yeah, yeah he's three yeah, and he's six. Three. He's only one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Connor's it's... the only one you guys are scared of. I think, no, Dane, I think for the Dane, playoffs he, is the playoffs, honestly. Dane's just made the worst start and sit decisions. Somehow he has 
Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how he's two and seven. <laughs> hey, Lockett's tough to guess coming from someone who's got it. He's tough to know. Yeah, I mean, he, Dane has a good team. He's got freaking DJ Moore. Like he's been great this year. My, I mean, Gabe DeAndre Davis Swift has his times right now. He has Amari Cooper. Like he has like a solid, solid and roster. I don't know. The only way I look at it is like hypothetically in this system, you can be the sixth overall or the seventh overall pick and then win the whole whole league. So you can be a champion and then have a pretty decent first round pick. Like I think that yeah. if I I don't know, I think that the playoff should weigh in a little bit there. That's just one man's opinion, though. It's not a bad thought. I I see where you're coming from there. I think just in terms of simplicity, this is why we would just win max points for for instead of being. Oh no, I mean it makes sense simplicity wise for you. It's the same reason like with adding a new league mate. There's like yeah, you just dealt a shitty hand, dude. Like sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you and Troy, I, we're thankful that you even joined the league with some of the, the teams that you guys had to acquire. Especially oh, my team was great. Troy. What are you talking about? I had a win now team. I didn't have to do anything. That's actually true. That's actually true. Um, Troy, not so much. Um, but yeah, Sterling, any, any parting words from you today before we let you go? No, no. How was that roast, by the way? Like, what? What? <laughs> oh man, I'm not gonna lie. You. Really good, really good. I, I ate some of it while you guys were. Uh, what sort of roast are we talking? Is this like a pot roast? Is this? It was. It's a pork roast that had like bacon on top of it. So it was double, double pork, you know. Mm. And then I had a bacon Caesar salad next to it. So I was kind of like mixing the pork from like the bacon from Ooh. the actual roast into the salad. So it was, it was pretty fire. Oh, so this is like, like a we- is this like a weird like proper meal thing that you do like by yourself in in this basement that you inhabit? Like I mean, I, this is not a basement. Uh, this is a living room. I know there it looks a little disheveled behind me right now, but I just took the TV. <laughs> on, so is that a foosball table? No, I, I have a sixty-five no, inch no. TV sitting oh, in a box, a box over there yeah. that I'm about to put up. It's so so. Dark. You, you talked about my darkness. This is you're, you're even darker. It, yeah, I was gonna say like this is okay if it's a basement, but the fact that your living room is truly a sad indictment of your life. <laughs> it was okay when it was a basement. We don't have to like, talk about my sad, depressing is... life on every episode of this podcast. Uh, John, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not on it enough. I, disc golf. <laughs> I did play disc golf today because I worked from home, so that was my way of working from Maybe home. Maybe a roast when I when I come play disc golf. Okay, I'm down. Absolutely, I'll make you whatever you want, Logan. As long as it's good. John, if I eliminate you from the playoffs, uh, I want to roast. Like I, I think whoever <laughs> knocks you, whoever ends your season, gets a roast. Like I make you a roast, or you get to roast me. Both. I mean, I, I definitely want both. Uh, okay. I mean, wait, I play you this week, right? Nah, we've already played. I beat you. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, La- last week I beat you. That's right. I'm playing Tyler this week. Ooh, uh, yeah, that's a must win. Ooh, I want you to win that match. That matchup, uh, quite bad. Honestly, I might do that. You, you I might. Do, I mean, you shouldn't want him to win that. Uh, well, hmm. I just maybe because I just shouldn't. like to see Tyler in pain. He has COVID right now, so yeah, Tyler's making playoffs. Damn. There's no question about it. He's eight and one. Yeah, well, actually, nobody's locked He's- in technically. Nobody is. Uh, Nobody has clinched yet, so you never know. I, I guarantee it's like ninety six percent eight and one uh, make playoffs. Or something. Wait, how many games are going to be played? Twelve, uh, 14. 14. Yeah, it goes on for a while. how can I, you have eight wins and not have clinched the playoffs? Because I don't. I have this brutal stretch right now where I just had John. I have Tyler this week, and I think I have Jake next week. There's five so more weeks. Like, Five more yeah. weeks of regular season. So in theory, uh, Logan could go eight and six, and 
then Troy but, could but go. Troy could, Troy could take – only Dane could – is Dane eliminated from playoffs? Dane, Mac? No, no. I'm just saying because you're Frank. eight. Like, no, no, not at all. Not even Frank's eliminated mm-hmm. yet, I don't think. Frank at 0-9. Oh, eliminated. Frank's 0-9. So. He has to be eliminated. He's got to be. Yeah. Fra- he, just, he might be Jake games, this week, by the way. Like, okay. if – Let's say Sterling loses every eliminated. matchup. Then Sterling would be five. <laughs> Sterling would be five and nine, and then Frank would be five and nine. So technically, if Frank got more points than Sterling, then he could leapfrog to uh, sixth place. Frank got unlucky with Quentin Johnston. I yeah, hope I mean, he's anyone, a thing, anyone but... can see that. Anyone yeah, at least so far. No, Madison's been looking oh, better. Could, Chargers. Okay. Quentin Johnston was never going to be it. I might try to check Frank be Alexander new... Madison. You can't be a big body, go get it wide receiver that body catches and can't high high point the football. I mean, like, he's just not. This is his week, though. With Josh Palmer's on the IR, if 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 Quentin Johnson doesn't have a game, then I'm I'm gonna be really worried about him. Last week could have been should have been his week. He had uh, two catches for 14 yards. Yeah, Jeez. <laughs> it's not good. It was a good. I mean, it was a good. <laughs> yeah, the first. Yeah, like he's not. Could he's he have so... had Addison? Addison? Uh, no, no. Have... Connor took Addison. I think right yeah. after it went Bijan Gibbs. No, um, Bijan. JSN Gibbs. Yeah. Oh, that's right, JSN. And then it was um, uh, Addison, I believe, or Addison's Flowers. Four. Okay, I almost took Addison. I really did. I was like, at three. Yeah, I was, but I'm still glad I took Mixon. Both would have been good looking. At, you mean Gibbs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Gibbs. I mean, Addison's been great. The, yeah, he's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's he was a top. Uh, he was a wide receiver one going into last week. I don't know if he still is, but he's he's still good. You know, I mean, if if I fear if, he's gonna have a tough last part of the season here with Dobbs throwing him the football and Justin Jefferson back. I think that could. I mean, hey, who knows? Justin or uh, Josh Jobs might be. The next second coming of like Christ, he could really he could, just he have could it. Be like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. dude. he could just but be the journeyman. I saw him play guy. with um, the Cardinals, and he couldn't even really support Hollywood Brown. So like, I don't really see him being able to support two like top twenty fantasy like receivers plus Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it's it, that's a lot to ask for, and I think they're going to run the ball. Sell more. high on your Vikings, he's saying. I don't think they're going <laughs> to run the ball more either, because I mean, like, who do they have back there? I think it's. They could just murder Madison into the defensive line if they want to. You know? I think it's going to be Josh Dobbs run around, throw it to Justin Jefferson on the slant, and hope for the best. Yeah, I mean that's great if you're a Jefferson owner. Would you trade for Jefferson right now if you're like if you're like let's say you're like six and four in a in a redraft league? You know you have a good roster. Do you trade like a two for one for Jefferson to a team that hasn't done so well? I mean, how maybe my, like what. About- what Jefferson owner is going to trade trade him away? Oh, I, I'm considering. I'm not going to, but he's not playing this week. I'm five and four, and I'm in seventh place. All right, Sterling's heading out. Sterling, uh, give us your what team are you picking for survival football this week? Who's going to win? Talk about just like of the NFL slate. You got to yeah, you got to pick somebody. Survival football. Pick one if hell, you get it man? right. He'll make you a roast. Yeah, I'll make you a roast. Yeah, I'm... so so I can just pick anyone. Like they've just got to win this week. Yep, you got to pick one team, and it can't. It don't pick like okay, like the make it exciting. Yeah, make it fun. Make it mm. fun. You know, mm. this is like a terrible slate of games, too. By the way, oh, that's too bad. 
Well, that's no, I mean, the just... Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Eagles are all on by. That's why. Well, but like, Survival I mean, the prime. Football. Dear God. Um, I mean, Monday Night Football's Bills, Broncos. Sunday Night Football's Jets, Raiders. We got uh, Bears, Panthers on Thursday, and then Colts, Patriots, nine thirty out of Germany. Bears, like, j- just Jesus. the games that they're highlighting as the NFL are looking. It's just. Our Jaguars, uh, Jaguars Niners is like sneaky. Yeah, that's probably the best. I mean, like Vikings Saints from a curiosity standpoint. Like Browns Ravens is gonna be a good game. If the Giants didn't just lose Daniel Jones and also weren't absolute shit, that would maybe be a good game. You know, I don't know. A lot of ifs there, John. A lot of ifs. I know. Yeah, in an alternate universe, that might be an okay game to watch. I mean, if I just have, I mean, if I just have to pick a winner, I mean, like, I'm just gonna take the Buffalo Bills to beat the Broncos. All right. Hey, Broncos just beat the Chiefs. That's true. That means in, that in they're Denver. better. Yeah, in Denver, this one is in Orchard Park okay. on a on a Monday night. Let's let's see if uh, Russell can can travel. I mean, there's. Uh, right, you you know what? You you want it to be interesting? I'll go. Uh, I'll take the Titans over the Buccaneers. Ooh, I like that. Okay. I like that. I like that. I'll After shit on the Titans. <laughs> no, t- Titans over the Buccaneers. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take Will Levis over uh, Baker Mayfield and the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Let's see if you get if you get one and oh, then that's that's better than than me because I've done the worst so far this season at survival football. We all lost. Actually, no, Jake Jake won last week, but yeah. Uh cool. What about uh what about you, Max? Sterling, I guess we'll say bye to you, buddy. Thank you so all much right. for, for joining and uh Maybe I'll give you some season tickets at some point. Yeah, no, that'd be great. I mean, I've only been to uh, to four home losses this season. Uh, I though all, all of them from excellent seats. But uh, yeah, look, nope, look like I you mean, got on the field this week. That looked pretty fun. I did. I did. That was yeah. a surprise getting uh, po- post game field passes and getting to uh, run around on the field that the Patriots just lost to Washington on. But do they uh, let you kick a field goal? Uh, they did give us like they threw you like Nerf balls and stuff. So me and my buddy were running like pass patterns with Nerf balls in the end zone and stuff. And then That's uh, That's we amazing. got to go. We got to go up on the uh, in the lighthouse. We got to go up to the top of that. So that Yo. was oh my god, dude. dude the, the view from the top of the lighthouse, like they point out that you can see Providence and you can see Boston in the other direction. Like it's it's insane. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks All right. for joining us, Sterling the Champ. Signing off. We'll see you next time. Later, gentlemen. See ya. Later, Sterling. Cool. Um, yeah, so Sterling gone. Mac, who do you got for survival football this week? I am going to be taking – I got to make sure I see who they're playing. I'm going to be taking the – where are they? Lions over the Chargers. Lions over the Chargers. Lock it in. Motor City. Damn. Okay, I, I, lines over the Chargers. Yeah, that's an interesting. Chargers choice. are going to lose by one touchdown, and it's going to be thirty-five to twenty-eight or something. It's I like, don't think the Chargers are going to score that much. I, 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 they got too many injuries. I think the lines are going to be hot. They're going to be electric. That is the thing. I think I. Well, the Chargers. I think they're going to have. There's going to be hope, and they're going to give their fan base hope, and then they're going to lose, like they always do. That's what they always do. <laughs> yeah, that's just the Chargers for you. Uh, Logan, who do you got? Who got survival football? Who do I got in survival football? What I'm looking at right now is the Jets Raiders, and I think the Jets are going to beat the Raiders, but I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to take, and in my head, Josh Dobbs still hasn't proven himself on that offense. I think they made a a great game script. 
I'm going to take the Saints over the Vikings. I think Josh Dobbs is going to in Minnesota. have a bad game. Yeah, I think Josh Dobbs is going to have a bad game. I don't know. I feel like the home field advantage, that could be too much. I got I got Kamara going off. I, I, got the, I got the Vikings losing to the Saints. Wow. I mean, I would like that for my work league team that I'm currently in first place. Those are the only leagues I can do well in is if my work league against people that don't know any better. So people that just don't know about football, you you dominate? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Dude, you should see my team in my work league. It is disgusting. <laughs> it is a disgusting roster. What's it, it's, it's like a six-man league. No, it's a 12-man league. My roster, bro, is Justin Herbert, Jameer Gibbs, Alvin Kamara, Brandon Ayuk, Michael Pittman, Saquon Barkley, A.J. Brown, Jerry McLaurin, Raheem Mostert, uh yeah and jordan addison like i'm fucking you're in seven first place right yeah seven and two first place yeah Done. yeah um yeah you Let's fucking see. sandbagger <laughs> <laughs> who wait you who'd you pick you picked the i picked the saints over the vikings it, to be honest it's that's that's a 50 50 game in my opinion but it just, makes it fun just, just so you guys know since jake and tyler aren't here we get to pick a team for them Ooh, that's Cardinals. Fun. Jake's picking the Cardinals over the Falcons, and I feel great about that pick. To be honest, that was almost mine. Wow. I think we should give. I think we should give oh. Kyler's first game back against the Falcons. Who? Wait, has Jake are... picked the Patriots? No, he likes should to pick we give Jake the, the Patriots? Patriots. Should we? Should we give Jake the Patriots and make him root for the Patriots? Who do they play this week? <laughs> oh, the Colts? On okay. I feel like he wins though. I feel like the page. Well, mm. oh, no, I feel yeah. like the Colts you, win. I feel like the Colts win. That are you yeah, kidding me? Damn it. Well, he can't, he's <laughs> yeah. already picked the Colts. Um, you get has he picked the uh the Bengals yet? You could have him do Bengals over the Texans. I think Ooh, that's, a, that's yeah. I still like picking the Cardinals for him. I think the I right. here's the thing. I think the Cardinals actually do upset the Falcons. Like I think they beat the Falcons. Damn, we forced because yeah, Tyler wasn't on the sure pod last bet. week, so we forced him to get the Cardinals, and he and they lost. So this is going to be in Arizona, Kyler's first game back. Like, I think yeah, the Cardinals could easily win. Yeah, I think that could be a frisky game. What's, like, what's like a guaranteed <laughs> loss? <laughs> a guaranteed loss? Yeah, what's like a guaranteed loss? Like the Broncos versus the Bills? Did he take them yet? Um, um you he, could do. You did not take the Broncos yet. What if you could do the Panthers versus, the... versus Seattle? Washington could, Commanders versus Seattle. I think yeah, Seattle wins the, that game. Like, it's, I don't know. Commanders looked kind of good against the Eagles. They looked very good. Yeah, yeah. they kind of kicked the shit like, out if, of the Patriots. If you're too. looking for like a guaranteed loss, you could Dallas probably. Dallas over the Giants. Oh, I was – yeah. I mean, Ooh, the Giants. Uh, he's already picked the Giants, actually, week two, and they won. Oh, well, so. what was the one you were guaranteed loss, Mac? I was going to say he picks the Panthers against the Bears. I do Ooh, not yeah. – I, I, the Bears might be meh, but – they're gonna beat the Panthers. Panthers and then at least we, we would know tomorrow if he if he if he loses, and that would be nice for me. Um, okay, we can give him the Dude. Panthers. I'm good with that. Panthers. All right, Panthers for Jake. Uh, what about what Tyler? Is, Do we are we I nice? Think to we, I think we should give Tyler an exciting game. Let's give him something exciting. Let's give him. You know Texas, what? This, Texas. Let's Bengals. be mean to him. Let's give Tyler the Jets. Oh, I think I've already. <laughs> no, he has not picked the Jets. Tyler has to root for the Jets this week. No, I'm just kidding. Well, we could give Obviously him the Colts, he so he has to root against the Patriots. No, he would don't hate do that. that to him. Don't do that to him. <laughs> I thought we were trying to be mean. No, you guys have nothing on the line. You could have really him pick the Ravens, much. so he has to root for Jake's team. Mm. I like that. But that seems like he could win, win that one. Though. We don't want him to win. Oh, we and don't want picked, him to win. 
He did pick Holy them week Raven, one. That's not a sure win. That's a good game. That's a good football yeah. game. Well, it is in Baltimore, though. I, I still I think that we need to help Browns me. can beat any team, honestly. They that's that's a good game. Yeah, well if Deshaun shows up, yeah. Um have him take the I mean if you want to be nice to him, has he picked the Cowboys yet? Uh he has yes, and they actually lost. Oh given the Steelers oh, they... over the Packers. Mm. Oh, I think that's gonna be a gross game. So actually, I think, I, spicy. That. I think okay. it's gonna be a that'll be a twelve seventeen. Yeah, let's give him that. That that'll be a fun matchup for. I think that could go either way. It um, could, it could. And honestly, so could the Panthers. You never know. Uh, but <laughs> no. probably not. But no. Um, and then why don't we do the Grim Reaper pick? That's definitely not my voice, and I definitely didn't make that myself. Um, hmm. The Grim Reaper pick of the week. Is that your voice? Oh, man. Yes, it is my voice. Um, <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. Did I pick the Patriots yet? I have not. You know what? Over the Colts? Hmm. Am I trying to win or am I trying to make something just root for my team? I'm not really sure yet. It's in New England, so that is... It's actually no, in Germany. Belichick's on the hot oh, It's in Germany? Right it's in Germany. I hate yeah. that. You can't pick a you can't pick a game in Europe, John. That is just a no? danger zone. No, it's a danger zone, man. I can't pick a game in Nazi Germany. It's not. not Sorry to the Germans. That was a bad yeah, joke. Yikes, um, John, just pick the Seahawks. That's a, it's a I can't. I think I already picked the Seahawks. I picked them week one. They lost. So I, no, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, this is how bad I am at survival football. I lose week one every year. Pick, pick the Packers. Pick them to upset the uh, the Steelers. Oh, that way I can root against Tyler. I like that. Yeah, okay. Fun I like game. that because that means if Tyler, if the Steelers lose, I win and then I gain a game on Tyler. Okay. I'll go with the Packers this week. Yep. Aaron Jones, comeback week. Yeah. That's, Aaron that's Jones popping about. off. All right. Aaron I like Jones it. Popping off for 140 and two coming right up. I hope. I hope, man. All right. Any, you guys want to talk about Bernie Mahomes again or you want to sign off for the, for the show? I don't want to talk about Brady Mahomes. I'll talk about football more, but I'm not talking about Brady. Yeah. We we could talk about our league a little more, but it's uh... nah. John, who do you think in our league is is going to win the championship? If you had to bet a thousand dollars right now, if I had to bet Someone money, forced you gunpoint, gunpoint, took your cash, but they will give you the wins. Oh my god, that's horrible! I hate this. Um... This is. Put Especially that, from get, you asking. Get yourself it. in that situation. Um, uh, it's it's so tough because like, honestly, like look at last week. Tyler put up what like eighty points. You know, like it's just who who's to say who's gonna win the league. It's if I if you ask me what NFL team has the better chance, I'd probably be better at that, but maybe not. I think it's Tyler. Tyler. I think it's Tyler, to be honest with you. I, I'm wow. sorry, Logan, but I think it is. It, it could be Tyler. Be Tyler's, Tyler's he's got. Stacked. I mean, he, his starting running backs right now are Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, and then he has um, Alvin Kamara and Travis Etienne both on his bench. I mean, Alvin, like, that's his team. Like, he can put both Mark of them. Mark Andrews. Back. Yeah. Like, and he is Lamar Jackson. Let's not forget. I mean, or Trevor Lawrence, like whoever he wants to put in. His team like, is yeah. I'm, I'm, I was scared of his team. DK we Metcalf, a goose egg of a matchup. But. Metcalf has not done him any favors this year. I will say he's not helped him win any matchups. He's the wide receiver forty six. He kind of sucks this year. 
He might turn it Seattle's around. Seattle's going to lock it. JSN. Chardonnay. I think that they, they bring it all over. I think that you know Gino's going to continue figuring it out, and I think that DK will finish out fine. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say me. I think. I, I think, think if you. I've sold everything. <laughs> I, I don't. I. Think I I'll say that. I have one trade on the horizon that I that I'm going to uh, do my best to make happen, and then that should help my chances even more for a player What's that trade? I. I don't know. Can we have some inside scoop on that? It nope. Was, it's, is it a, it's, is it a tight end? Nope. It's not a tight end. I don't think I need a tight end. I have I have Kyle Pitts. He's generational. <laughs> um, and honestly, Logan Thomas has been. He's the tight end fourteen. That means he's he's up there. He's in service boy, Yeah. John's yeah. clearly going for a running back. Like maybe why? Because I fucked hovered. up and traded David Montgomery for Miles who's, Sanders. Who's gonna give you a? Yeah, running you did back? fuck up. I don't know. I'll just say it now. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get Alexander Madison off uh, Frank. I'm fine with that. Don't give get, give him a pick. I'll be fine with that. I'll give him my I'll give him his one pick back for Alexander Madison. That's what I'll do. That helps Mac, honestly. Yeah, I love that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Well, I don't think anything I do is gonna hurt Mac at this point. If you give um, him a player, it will. I don't think. Why do you think? Why do you think I said? Why do you think I said Logan to Troy? Why do you think I told Logan to go trade with Troy? What do you mean? Logan was trying to talk to me about uh, Cook originally, and I was like, "No, no, no, no. go talk to Troy." He offered me Cook for Mixon straight up, and I almost did it. I don't know why you went and got a pick instead. I feel like that was just. Dude, I don't, I don't believe in him dude. anymore, and I'm trying. I'm trying to get the tight end. I'm trying to get a tight end, and I I fucked up thinking it was a I did, not a snake, but. You know. Yeah, I thought there was going to be more in there. I thought you both were going to like throw in some other stuff. And Originally, like, it was, and then I was just like, "Ah, fuck it!" Like, I, yeah, I just want, yeah. I just want, I just want to do something. I just want. You to also not believe in Gibbs anymore because I'd be willing to take him off. Oh, I believe in Gibbs. Pick. I've been watching him play. <laughs> I believe in Gibbs. <laughs> All right. I believe in Gibbs. I believe in a lot of my team, and I, I believe honestly, like, I'm a with little that. slim on running back, but like. Go trade with Austin. Solves all my issues. Go get Javante Williams from Austin. Get get all of Austin's players off his team too. Mm, I wouldn't mind getting Javante for the home. Take stretch. Austin's players. Take Frank's players. Either, take Ben's players. Tra- take all those guys. Get them off their teams. You think Austin would give me uh, Brees and Javante for uh, the Falcons' backfield? No. Oh, I actually, I actually kind of want Javante. I don't. I mean, he's a Jets fan, so Brees would be tough. But like. I'm a recently. So he's Did you take that Robinson for like and Tyler Ogio for like Javante and Brees and maybe like Cole Komet or one of his tight ends. Like I don't know, that's kind of spicy, dude. Yeah, that could go uh, either way. Bijan could still be absolute dominant. But would you? CMC, you're gonna bail. Like, you're gonna bail on Bijan this early. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm I'm really thinking out loud. I don't oh, know. Okay. I just think I think that there's. There's options there. I don't know what Austin's willing to do. I mean, I really don't. I've he's heard got... rumors that he's willing to get rid of a, a tight end. That's what I've heard. I mean, geez, he has he's McBride. He's if he's not going to win this year. He might as well just roll with he's, him and get value for him. Like he's got like yeah, no, like, he's got some good tight ends. He's got like a decent quarterback room. Like I was kind of getting a little antsy this offseason. I thought like Josh Allen for like. Deshaun and and Justin Fields and like maybe a pick like I'll go. I'll go I was crazy. trying to get I was trying to get him off you. I just couldn't get a haul like you got for like Connor got for Herbo. I w- I wanted a haul but I couldn't get one. 
I wonder yeah, if I, I could had get... picks then. I didn't have picks anymore. I know you don't. I hate it. I you think him. he would trade? Uh, you think he would trade Komet and Higgins for Kyle Pitts? No, no, I don't mm. think he'll do that. That's that's really ter- terrible for him. That's not even slightly helpful. What do you mean? <laughs> You're giving him uh, Kyle Pitts, a guy who is not like delivered. Uh, for Cole Komet, who's been pretty damn good this offseason, and T. Higgins, who, even if he leaves the Bengals, is still going to be a top 20 receiver. What about Pitts and Traylon Burks for Higgins and Cole Komet? No, he's not going to do that. that. For a That's, team that he's not going to win next year the year after. Wouldn't if you rather you threw sit him on a, these guys? If you threw him a first-round pick, maybe he's going to think about it. But, like, that's... That's no, crazy. I don't have are you pick. saying yes to that? If you have I, T. Higgins and um, uh, Komet and you get that offer, are you taking that? Um, It depends on what, what how I feel the rest of my team is going to do and give me a chance. Even if you haven't no. won a game, you're not taking that. Even if you, you're, you're, if you're Frank, you're not taking that. That's ridiculous. Frank might take that. <laughs> I don't I know. Take that because he's he's drunk. <laughs> exactly. You got you got to you got to know your league. That's the best advice I can give anybody is just know your league. Know what you know. Know how they how to make them tick. Um. But yeah, I think uh, I think we can we can call it uh, for now. But uh, if you made it this far, thanks so much for listening, watching on YouTube and all that. Have you guys been watching on YouTube or listening on, on Spotify? Uh, depends on the. Day sometimes some weeks I watch on YouTube. Sometimes I listen on uh, Apple Podcasts. Okay. Oh, Apple sometimes Podcasts. I put like the very beginning on YouTube, maybe like 10, 15 minutes. But then I turn it off. Right now I'm doing home visits, so like I'm going, for, I'm driving house to house, and in between the drive, I just put the pod back in for 20, 15 minutes, and then and then like I listen throughout the day. Yeah, like when I'm home, that. like working from home, I'll definitely throw it on the TV as like background noise. The TV, wow. Yeah, yeah, fire stick, dude. You can just do that. Yeah, Um, I love that. But, like, I will say the Brittany Holmes segments have gotten a lot longer. Too long. I know. It's great. They've gotten a little too long. I'll say this as a friendly (laughs) tip. Maybe shorten it down just a smidge because it's, like, 15 minutes now. And I'm like, I can't do it. I have to skip through. If the, guys, if the guys engage to too much with it, it's it's wild. They just keep it going. (laughs) You do get Jake engaging. and I You get him every time. I think you try to move the conversation. I think that's your whole goal is just to get engagement from those two. Yeah. So when we had a Brittany Mahomes segment without you, a seasoned Brittany Mahomes segment, you build it, you evolved it. Like, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, and then we were about to, what was I supposed to ask Sterling about Brittany Mahomes? Like, <laughs> I know that was, that was my whole, okay. so like my whole, so with that immediately. my whole intention. He's like, was are like, you a troll? <laughs> <laughs> Cause he wasn't here last time we were on the show with him. We didn't do that. Like, I, or how he, he showed up halfway Honestly, through the I'm show. You spliced him in how you've done with like, uh, how you did with me. You like spliced him in. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just don't think he knew what, what are you doing right now? You're doing straight for Javante. I'm going to trade. I'm going to trade for Javante right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna give in him Dynasty. Uh, in Dynasty. Gonna give him Logan. Who are you gonna give him Logan? Uh, I would give him uh, Ken Walker Charbonnet and go get Javante win this year. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't me. know if I would do that, Logan. Ken Walker's fine. What? I don't I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, don't but do he's that. been he's, they, do they've been don't split in 50 50. Don't do that. Logan, listen to me. Listen to me, and I, I'm gonna that, I'm gonna Logan. say this as your friend. Look at where your the team Denver is right now. Broncos. Yeah, I, that's why not... I haven't made any trades. I've been stop saying. making the trades. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> stop. Logan, listen, listen. The Denver Broncos will not be in game scripts that will allow Javante to get 28 carries again. 
Javante will be good next year. Like this is not a, that's that is not a win now move. Like yeah. look at your look at the trades you just made. No, right? You you got rid of Jahan. I made Dotson, a couple bad ones. You made, made a couple bad ones. You got rid of Ford, Dotson. Ford immediately on, goes on off. paper. My, like Ford, Ford on paper was looking. Dotson, Dotson has his games. Last year he had touchdowns. Like he need he needs touchdowns. Yeah, he needs touchdowns. And then you've got like. I, I mean, look, I, I'm not going to rip you for the Cooks trade because I actually kind of can understand your thought process. Like, they brought in Leonard Fournette. They can't pick a running back. Like, obviously, fantasy-wise, you look don't at want Moss that. now. Right. Like, you don't want that backfield for sure. But, like, I wish you just got the F- Troy's pick and not Tyler's. That's the no, only thing. No, I thought – I thought he it thought. was an early second. I thought it was an early second when I. We've never done snake. It's never. No, been I know. Snake. I for, I forgot. He sent me. Here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. It's oh. gonna make me look worse. He sent me the early second, and then I rejected it and sent him the late second. No, he. Oh I, my I was, god! Because well, I was talking to Troy. I told. I to be honest, I told him like, hey, I forgot it was Logan. I thought it was a snake. I was. <laughs> Log, I was like, Logan's gonna come barking okay. up here your, uh, your way for James Cook or to give you James Cook. So I think you should make that move. And then he goes, Yeah, he sent me Tyler, the late second. I smashed it immediately. I was like, I wasn't even gonna think about it. <sighs> And I, Logan, yeah. I looked at it and instantly closed the thing. Like I didn't even uh, put the trade through until this evening. That was a snake. Ugh. Hey, but Method, your madness. You're the number one team in our league right now. So like you know, yeah, everyone I got my dogs shit you. Out. It's it I've been dogged more than you. anyone because I've made more trades than anyone. It's like, and clearly the trades have ended on the better side. Plus drafting Amin Ron Waddle and the. And You're the playing the game. That That's all I can say. I just want I want people in this Dude, league to play tra- the game. Trading the picks. I, I, I got will the say picks. I traded him before the draft. I will say if fucking Frank gets Marvin Harrison Jr. for Dalvin Cook, I'm gonna I might quit the league. Honestly, I'll be so fucking pissed <laughs> off. That is the most Nolan Void terrible. Like that shit. Like we. Should, I don't. Fucked. I'm not a big like veto trade guy. Like I hate that that's an option in like some leagues. That that's the situation where it should have been put into play. Like that's just. We had a guy on his way out. That's going, heinous. Yeah, he fuck didn't it. give a fuck. He was just. Was he Jake's friend? Like... No. Well, he's no. He went. He went to film school with us. Uh... Like he's a nice guy, but like he just so like... he took advantage of him. Like you took advantage of Jeff. It. Yeah. It was. Last it year. was a. He was the Jeff of the Dynasty League. Yes. Absolutely. Like yep. it just shouldn't have. It, it, you should have rescinded that trade immediately. You should have been like Frank. Here's Dalvin Cook back. Troy. Here's your pick. Because like. God damn, you you tell I mean Troy's made an amazing move of it, but like you tell him the shittiest of hands. Yeah, I I feel I do but he's, he yet he still joined. He's the looking league, solid so back hopping onto Houston to get young talent has been looking like a genius move. Honestly. Other than Damian Pierce, that's kind of kicking. He sucks. Kind of, I haven't I dropped him in a league, in a redraft league. I dropped I, Damian I, Pierce. Wow. I got off I got off him. I was really happy I got off him. I'm kind of eating my words with Rashad. I I did. I got off Rashad White this year. Granted, it was for Devon Achain, but I'm a little. Ah, he's looking great. All right, fellas, let me uh, let me end end this podcast here. You can keep talking if you want, but uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. At those fantasy dudes, um, because Logan kind of just brushed through all the all the social at the beginning. I was like, what? Oh no, I did it. I, I, I ended up doing the whole thing. No, you? you didn't say the name. You, oh, just said, I... you just said Instagram, Twitter. Like you didn't say No, but then I, I read through the listening platforms. I did hear that. I was gone. I was I was working on the road. And to be honest, um, read it, re- listen back. I, I think it was solid. 
I'm like, okay, I will. I will. Obviously, I'll be back. I'm probably listening to this tomorrow. No, I, but, uh, I definitely brushed up off the socials for sure. You certainly brushed up Brittany Mahomes, and you will never do that again. Um, <laughs> I, I'm never know, reading but... a Brittany Mahomes segment. I'll sit through one, but I won't read one. Good. Um, and never skip through one again. That 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 makes me upset because I worked I was very just, hard. It was on just that. hard to get through. It felt like I was like walking through mud. Sure. Yeah. That's kind of how it feels <laughs> for me when I'm when I'm getting through it as well. Just just so you know, like this isn't a joke. It never was. It never will be. Um, but yeah, I will say thanks thanks so much for joining it's the crazy show, you that guys. She's popped off. I know. Good for her. I'm excited for her, and I feel like it's just a win for all of us. We're all part of Taylor Swift's posse. <laughs> she didn't do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> she did. She did so much. She's and just so there. We. But take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to Those Fantasy Dudes Podcast. Make sure to tune in next week and follow us at Those Fantasy Dudes on Instagram.